Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, talk and talk. All right, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime! Hold your ears, folks. Here we go! See what you can do now. Take your position. All right, ladies, buckle up. Let's do this. Hold on to your butts. Seriously? Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat him up. Enjoy show we like to share what pieces of pop culture we're really feeling whatever show movie song or tech we just can't get out of our heads in addition to those picks this week we'll be talking about the new film that came out this weekend atomic blonde but before we get started with all of that let's introduce ourselves and when we do let's answer the question who is your favorite blonde in pop culture i'm lucas Wright, a designer from the bay area and i'm gonna have to go with michelle williams Ooh. Good, good. She's pretty great. Well, I am Sandra Amstutz. I'm a social media manager in Nashville, Tennessee, and I think I'm going to go with Meg Ryan. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. don't see a lot of her anymore, but the Meg Ryan movies that I love, I really love. <laughs> All right, Lucas, what are you feeling this week? Uh, this week, I am feeling a 2015 movie called Mistress America. Um, this is movie is directed by Noah Baumbach and written by him and Greta Gerwig. Um, have you seen this movie? No, I went on a Greta Gerwig kick for a while, and then I kind of burned myself out on Greta Gerwig. (laughs) So I try to avoid Greta Gerwig movies unless I, like, really, really need to see them. Yeah. This is the most Greta Gerwig movie of all time. (laughs) Um, I, I absolutely love Noah Baumbach movies, and so... This I was def I was already going to like this movie, but I think having her help write this um, really, really, really kind of turned the, turned this movie up a notch. It's about a college freshman who moves to New York and um, meets her future um, stepsister. Um, who is about ten years older than her, and just her kind of learning to be in New York and kind of following this um, this older. Um, person around who is going to be her sister and it's really really fast-paced movie for just a bunch of people talking it's really really quippy really quick dialogue there's a I think like a 40 minute section of this movie that just takes place in this one house and it's just people just kind of like walking around talking to each other like a, and it's hilarious it's so good oh, that sounds um, up my alley it's this this movie is I think I really do think you'd like it it's, it's really well written it's really really emotionally um, centered I think everyone in this movie is doing a great job of doing as little as possible with their character and so you're like filling in gaps the entire time and so it's it's really just kind of driven by Greta Gerwig's character who um is literally sucking the air out of the room (laughs) the entire time so it's it's I it's I this is the second time that I've seen this movie and the first time I loved it and the second time I think I loved it even more so I would highly encourage everybody to watch this movie at some point Mistress America I That's don't know the, how you I can get a hold of it. Lucas, because like I said, I I recognize Greta Gerwig as like a major talent. Um, I recently mm-hmm. watched 20th Century Women and I loved yes. her in that. Yes. Um, and so now I'm, I, I might be getting back on board the train. I might be like finally in a Good. place where I can Good. start seeing her in movies again and, and it's not overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, man. So this week, I am feeling a music video that in my head is sweeping the nation. But then every time I hang out with a friend and I'm like, have you seen this music video? They have it. So it, it might not be as like popular as I think it is. Um, but I am truly a disciple for this music video. I'm talking about the boys music video from Charlie XCX. Um, every single time I hang out with a new person or I'm meeting with a new coworker, I'm like, have you seen this video? And if they haven't, I make them watch it. So I guess my question is, (laughs) Lucas, have you seen the boys music video? I haven't. The only reason I know about it is because you keep tweeting about it. Great. Okay. So we're going to pause this right now so that you can watch <laughs> the boys' music video. It's that important. I'm sorry that I missed your party. I wish I had a better excuse. Like, I had to trust the hotel lobby. But I was busy thinking about boys. Yeah. Was Mila Kunis in there? No. Oh. Who you're thinking of is probably Charlie XCX. <laughs> oh, really? She yeah. looks like Mila, Kun- Mila Kunis? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. She was just in there real quick, and I was like, that was weird. Got it. Okay. That gotcha. makes sense. <laughs> okay. So this music video, I think, is beautiful and revolutionary. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, let me do a quick explanation. It's just about 60 famous male musicians um, varying levels of fame, all doing like individual delicate things. So either they're doing something that's like typically masculine, but it's all like pink or they're doing delicate things like covered in flowers or eating pancakes or like washing a car sexily or (laughs) playing with like pink puppies. So it's just like all these boys like being like from a major, like, comically major female gaze. And it's so fun. Um, It's just lovely. It's just, like, I want to live in that world so badly. Um, It's a very fun video. I liked it. Yeah. You know, because... (laughs) Although I didn't recognize people. Well, that's I recognized Riz Ahmed. Yeah. That was my... There's about 60... That was the only person in the video that I recognized. There's about 60 famous musicians in it, and I probably know about 10 or so, because I'm not as young and cool as I like to think I am. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I had to, afterwards, Vice has a really great article um, called, I Ranked Every Single Boy from the Boys Music Video, and... um, this person ranks all the boys and gives you the names of all of them so that you can go look them up. But let me tell you, I looked all of them up and once you look them up, it just says singer, hip hop artist, singer. So basically they're (laughs) all just singers. If you want to like really find out more, you can delve deeper, but pretty much no, they're all just singers. Um, a lot of British musicians. Um, so nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has, you know, sing- um, singers like and musicians like Riz Ahmed, Jack Antonoff, jo- Joe Jonas, um, Diplo, uh, Charlie Puth, Vance Joy, Brendan Urie, uh, Ezra Koenig, a lot of the Vampire Weekend boys, um, Mark Ronson. I'm trying to think of anyone else. Um, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm missing tons. I did, I did I see Will I Am. Will I Am, definitely. Um, 
It has some, like, YouTubers that I know, like Connor Franta is in it, looking beautiful. Oh, Tom Daly, the Olympic diver, is in it. Um, so it's, it's really just beautiful and fun. I watched it probably on a loop the day that it came out. And <laughs> whenever I show it to friends, we watch it at least twice. You can't, you watch it once for their reaction, and then you watch it again because they are in love with it. Um, so <laughs> Lucas, I'll let you watch it again once we're done recording. Um, I'll definitely watch it again. I, I want to recognize more of these people. Sure. <laughs> now the, one of the, my favorite questions in regards to this video that I ask everyone, um, that someone else asked on Twitter was who would be in your boys music video and what delicate things would they be doing? Um, do they have to be singers? No. Or can they just be anybody? No, I would say just famous okay. people. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, in mine, definitely Riz Ahmed again, and sure. he would be playing with puppies. Um, I'd add Dev Patel in there. Ooh, um, good. Dev Patel would be great. He, yeah, he might be just rolling around in rose petals. Cool. Um, I do, I do Kamel Nanjiani for sure. Yeah. Um, he would be just like hugging people. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like you oh, would yeah. really want Chris Pine in yours. Ooh, I would want Chris Pine. That's a good idea. Maybe some Charlie Hunnam. Be... I'm trying to think of what boys you like, Lucas. Mm, probably not Charlie Hunnam. Okay. Probably not Charlie Hunnam. Um, let's see who else. Like a young, a young um, Tom Hanks. Like Ooh, I like. Yeah. I'd, I'd be really into like 1980s Tom Hanks. Tell me about it. Um, Devitel is perfect, Lucas. That's the one that I haven't heard yet. That yeah, is Dev, really, yeah. really perfect for this. Um, mm -hmm. I tweeted out some of my picks, and a lot of them are comedians, because I'm very into comedians. Um, Bill Hader putting on lipstick. Uh, <laughs> ben Schwartz dancing with glitter. Kumail <laughs> with his cat Bagel. Oh, you also choose. You also chose Kumail. I did. Yes, I'm very, nice. I'm very Kumail headspace right now. Um, yes. Of course, Harry Styles crying. Um, he, <laughs> the most beautiful boy when he cries and, uh, Jason Manzukis braiding his hair. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, that guy does have amazing hair. Some others that have come to me from like other friends, uh, Adam Driver doing something. Um, and also Jake Lacey. Jake Lacey is like, oh, Jake Lacey is a good idea. Dream yeah. Boat. Yeah. So I would love to hear from people what boys you would put in your boys music video. Um, and what they would be doing. Uh, so let us know. I'm also gonna, I'm also gonna throw in Tom Holland. Ooh, yes, Tom Holland's Just perfect. Spreading butter on toast. Oh yes, <laughs> drinking some tea. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, hosting a little tea party. Oh, invite <laughs> me, Tom Holland. Okay, enough of me dying over this video. Are we ready to talk Atomic Blonde? Let's talk Atomic Blonde. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I feel like ever since the trailer came out at South by Southwest and we heard the reactions mm -hmm. um, from yeah. the people who saw it at South by, this has been one of the movies I've been the most excited about this summer. I was more excited about Tom Atomic Blonde than I was Baby Driver. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I, I think a lot of the reactions wow. that I heard from people like Joanna Robinson at South by was that 
Baby Driver was fun and Atomic Blonde was a blast. And so yeah. uh, I was really, really ready for this movie. Um, I'm wondering, Lucas, you know, one thing that's interesting about this movie is that even though I was so excited about it and I thought I knew what it was about by watching the trailers, once the movie got started, I was quite surprised at what the actual plot was. Is, was that the case for you? <laughs> um, for the most part, yeah. I, I watched the first trailer, which I think was more of just like a teaser, uh-huh. um, just kind of showing some action scenes, but didn't really dive into the plot. And after that, I kind of pieced out. I was like, I don't really want to know anymore. I'm definitely going to see it. So I'll just wait. Um, so I knew nothing about the plot going into it at all. Okay, so, so I it guess didn't it didn't necessarily change for me. My question for you is: Would it be a spoiler for us to talk about the setting of this movie? No, not at all. Okay, great. So the basic setting of this movie is it's set in um, Berlin in the eighties, right before the Berlin Wall collapsed. Um, Eighty nine. Correct. Like ten days before, right? Yeah. So that is something like the, I had height of that. no idea that this movie was taking place in the eighties. Um, I oh really? Yeah, from the trailers. Oh okay. I thought it was just seedy today. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Because the trailers don't really focus on that aspect of it, and all of the clothes that they're wearing are so cool that they would be fashionable today. Yeah, we are in that 80s comeback where it's like, we, yeah, we could be wearing any of those clothes. Yeah, everything Charlize wears in this movie is amazing. And, yeah. like, I wouldn't bat an eye if she walked around today wearing yep. those outfits. Totally. Um, so, yeah, so when I started this movie, I was quite surprised. I was like, but it was a very pleasant surprise um, to find out that, like, oh, this is not a modern day spy thriller. <laughs> um, yeah. So This is a period piece, somewhat. A, a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Lucas, generally, yes. what did you think of Atomic Blonde? Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, this, this is an action movie. It's directed by the, the guy who helped direct, um, the first John Wick movie. Okay. Um, Which and, I need to see. Oh, you have not seen John Wick? No. Okay. Um, so John Wick is amazing, <laughs> um, but I don't necessarily want to compare, this film to John Wick too much. Okay. Um, Easy basically, for me to John, John, yep, John, John Wick is um, basically Keanu Reeves going on a rampage the entire movie, and this is Charlize Theron doing the same thing. But for the most part, they are very different movies, and I like that a lot. Um, a lot of people were saying that this is just going to be just a female John Wick, and this movie I think has so so much more plot to it uh for better for worse (laughs) um there's a lot of setup and this movie truly is more i think going for the story um that they're trying to tell as opposed to just trying to be an hour and a half of, of action um now what they ended up with is an hour and a half of action which is amazing and um but all of it is more to serve a plot than to just kind of happen i think um a lot of movies, a lot of a lot of action movies, I feel like kind of build their movies around these kind of tentpole set pieces um, where they kind of like, we want to have a fight here. We want this kind of thing to happen. And they build their story around that. Um, I feel like this movie did that a little bit, but I didn't feel like um, like you could see the seams at all. I really I really liked kind of how they how they kind of set that up. Um, overall, I think the plot is 
very difficult to follow. Um, I would need to see it again, but I'm not really here for that plot. I'm just here to kind of watch Charlie's Throne kind of do her thing. And to me, that was so enjoyable. <laughs> How'd you feel about it? I had so much fun during this movie. There's <laughs> yeah. so much for your eyes to feast on. Um, oh, yeah. There are certain shots in this film that are burned into my brain as just like gorgeous things to look at. Um, I, I know that this is not the reason we go to see movies, but I can't stress enough how amazing all of the fashion in this movie is. Um, mm-hmm. Everything Charlize wears, James McAvoy's look, um, the look of all of the like German punk young people um, that are filled yeah. with the city is so cool. It was the just the art direction as a whole of this movie is also really impressive. There are some cool settings with like pink and blue lighting that I was really digging. Um, really neat apartments and hovels and um, spy lairs. It's it's cool stuff. Um, but I had so much fun with it. The action is so impressive. Um, yeah. And. One of the things that makes the action in this movie really stand out that is sometimes a plus for me and sometimes a negative, and in this movie it was definitely a plus, um, is I really felt every punch in this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. The punches and the throws and the stabbings, you get a sense that they're really painful, as as actually painful as they are, um, and not just a superhero person that can take a million punches and then walk away feeling fine. Every time someone gets hit or injured in this movie that you can tell that they're really absorbing that pain. Um, and that really worked here. Um, it really moved the plot along. It made like everything worth it. And there's like risks involved, um, versus maybe like a James Bond movie where, James Bond has a fight with someone and then walks away, you know, seemingly nonplussed. Unscathed. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was a really cool aspect. It was especially cool to have when you're having your lead action star be a woman. I feel like so often um, a lot of action movies that either that have women in them tend to make the woman, like, fight other women. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to watch, like, Mm, a guy beat up on this girl. We only want to watch these two girls fight with each other. Or if a girl is going to fight men, she's going to, like, easily take them over. And, like, there might be one moment where he, like, gets her by the throat and you're scared, and then the rest is, like, she's handling herself perfectly. Um, Yeah. I love that this female action star, like took as many hits and felt as much pain as all of the men she was fighting. Um, yeah. It made it very visceral and real. So that was super fun. Um, like you said, the plot is tricky to follow, um, but that doesn't bother me so much because I'm having so much fun throughout. Um, mm-hmm. I will say uh, throughout most of this movie, I was like, okay, I, I kind of heard like the plot is a little like messy. So 
throughout most of this movie, I was like, I'm following the plot. I'm following the plot. I'm following the plot. <laughs> and I was like really excited. I was like, I'm smart. And then <laughs> the movie like gets toward the end. I was like, oh shit, I've lost it. <laughs> like I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that moment where you're like, yeah, damn it. I had I was it. Kind of, I was kind of the same, the same way. I was like, I, I got this. I got this. I don't yeah. And I was like, nope, I, I no longer have this. I have no idea where we are. <laughs> right. But I don't really care. Right. Um, <laughs> By the end of the movie, I would say it's hard to understand what's happening, but you don't leave, like, amazingly confused or disappointed. You leave, like, having had a really great time. So it's, oh, yeah. it's totally yeah. worth it, is what I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. On on my second viewing, I'm I'm I will probably end up understanding more of the plot and understanding more of kind of the dynamics that happen. Right. Um, but that's not why I will be watching it again. I'll be watching it to watch the amazing set pieces. Sure. Um, okay, so obviously we both think Charlize Theron is great in this, right? Like oh, yeah. just oh, yeah. hands down, she's phenomenal. Um, what about other performances in this movie? Did any particularly stand out to you or excite you? So James McAvoy is amazing. Um, everything he's doing here is just weird and like, um, like he's supposed to be this like sleazy, weird guy. Like you're not sure if you trust him or not, kind of a thing. And he pulls that off perfectly. Like, yeah. And yet in other like in other movies, you you like he's perfectly charming. He's perfectly normal. And in this one, you're like, oh man, you are just you're just a weirdo. Um, I I I loved it. I thought he was great. Um. I love, I, I love all forms of James McAvoy, but slimy James <laughs> McAvoy is my yeah. favorite. <laughs> um, I like those two are really holding up this movie. Like you have um, Toby Jones and John Goodman um, in here, um, really just doing some talking sometimes in this movie. But for the most part, it's a two-hander with them. And um, I, I kind of wanted. Oh, so so yeah. So what's her name? Sophia Butella, I think. Patella, yeah, something like that. Yeah, she's on a roll. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, she. I don't think she's turned in a performance that I haven't liked so far. Like in the, and in the last two years, she's done a lot. Um, this one's great. I think this one's like one of her most like emotional performances. Yeah. She, she does a lot, which is really exciting. And I, I wish they'd given her a little more fighting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she does a little bit, but I mean, she's, she's like a ballerina and in all of her other movies, she's actually doing more fighting than in this one. So right. if they'd given her some more fighting, that would have been awesome. Right. But um, yeah, she was fantastic too. I, again, I know I'm talking a lot about clothes, but I loved her styling <laughs> so much in this movie. Yeah. Um, just like, again, this like eighties, like punk artist, German look is really doing mm-hmm. it for me. Um, speaking yeah. of that, the role, the character that like really I loved every moment he was on screen was um, played by Bill Skarsgård. He played um, a character oh. named Merkel, who was like kind of an assistant to Charlize Theron. Um, every I moment about him. he yes. was on screen, I was like, oh, I can't stop looking at your face. I love your look. I love like the slyness of his performance. Um, I found him. He's playing it, right? Is he? I'm. I'm like ninety percent sure he's he's playing it. it. <laughs> yeah. By that I mean the clown. The clown. Yeah. I'm looking at his IMDb. Is Pennywise the name of? Oh, that's right. Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah. Of it. Um. Yeah. yeah. Then I think he is. Yeah. I Which is crazy because that. that's like that's not the kind of performance I would expect from him. 
but I mean, I'm not going to see that movie at all. But right. um, <laughs> but he's like he's fantastic. Like, yeah, I loved. Yeah, he was great. He is really great in this. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into spoilers? I think the one thing that I will say is kind of a downside for me about this movie is I didn't feel like it humanized her very much. I feel like I feel like we we got to see her. Um, like physically humanized and like we we saw the beating she takes and uh, like how how hard that is um which i that part i loved like how arduous it is and that she like really shows her work um and we see how taxing it it is right. um but i wish they'd given given her some more humanity some more like emotional um i guess not not even depth but just like something for us to see kind of what, what her feelings are, like a little more let into, you know, her life and what she wants so we can root for her more. I mean, it's hard not to root for her at all, but um, on a human level, like I, f- I feel like we started this movie kind of with, with no knowledge of her and didn't really gain a lot um, throughout it. Right. I kind of am okay. I'm okay with that um, because I know this, I know it probably shouldn't be com- directly compared to this but in my head I really am comparing it to like James Bond movies and in James Bond movies we don't get a ton of James Bond personal life or personal like emotion towards things at least the ones I've seen yeah um yeah that's sort of like just what the character is and for me I think that's what that character was in this movie um but I can understand where you're coming from and like wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the things that make James Bond movies bad. So that's a, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I would have wanted a little bit more of that here. Gotcha. Okay. Well, are you, I don't have anything else to add um, other than people should go see Atomic Blonde. It's a really fun time. If you love action, you're going to love this movie. If you've seen either of the John Wick films, I would highly encourage, and if you liked those, I would highly encourage you to watch this one. Great. Ready for spoilers? Let's do it. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Are you paying attention? It's your last chance to walk away. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Now, crack and gas. Spoilers! Remember, you wanted this. So, so is she American at the end? So I don't think she's actually American, but <laughs> I do think... She has been working for the American CIA the whole time. Um, her ac- her British accent disappeared at the, as soon as she got on the plane and started talking. To, yeah, I didn't. As soon as I she really, started talking to John Goodman, are you sure? Because I was listening to yeah. that. I mean, she's also like she doesn't have the greatest British accent. Like it was it was pretty good. So so it might have just like slipped. But I I truly did think that like oh she's actually an American this whole time. Um, I didn't hear the accent go. So. That okay. wasn't my interpretation. Um, okay. I did watch, Lucas, this morning, a um, Atomic Blonde Explained YouTube video because oh, I really felt I needed to get a grasp on yeah. who betrayed yeah. who. What? <laughs> yeah. There was so much betraying going on in the last 15 minutes of this movie. Right. <laughs> what? And the video wasn't, like, super... It didn't clear everything up, I will say. It, yeah. There are a lot of things that are still very confusing. But yeah, what I think helped me re- understand this movie the most in that video was that Percival obviously wasn't Satchel, even though we're kind of being led to believe that he was throughout most of this movie, right? Who's Percival? James McAvoy. Okay, yes, yes. yes. That's what... I, yes. I was like, <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. he was not Satchel. 
So we're le- being led to believe that he is, but he's not Satchel. So I think what's confusing about that is like, then why did he do all the things he did if he's not Satchel, you know? Um, right. So what made me understand this was he, what I had a hard time grasping during the movie was that he likes the chaos so much that he like is doing things a little bit more chaotic than like a typical agent would. And then also he knows Charlize's satchel, right? So Mm -hmm. he um, wants to like the, he wants the credit for like taking her down without having to be the one to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I, I did not, I did not get that. Yeah. Also, (laughs) one thing that helped me understand this movie a little bit more was once you figure out that Charlize has been working for the CIA, um, so she's Satchel, right? So yep. she's an MI6 She's a traitor. She's an yeah, MI6, MI6 agent, agent who has been feeding intel to the KGB. Okay, so yes. she's a traitor. But we find out yep. in that shootout at the end with the KGB, she says, like, every time you thought I was feeding you intel, it was actually not good intel. And you were giving me stuff to help us. Does that yes. make sense? Okay. Meaning the Americans. Right. Meaning right? the Americans. So she so was. She's like a triple agent. Right. <laughs> she was a British agent giving until the, to the KGB, but also officially actually working for the CIA. Yeah. Right. That was there was too much going on there. Right. Like you can't you can't drop all that in the last like fifteen minutes. Right. It was very it, yeah, and unraveled very quickly. Um, and then also what I didn't even comprehend was that all those people that was, that were helping her, I thought those were just like her contacts or whatever, but they're actually people that are also working for the CIA. So like Bill Skarsgård works for the CIA. Um, oh, I did not get that at all. The watchmaker works for the CIA. That spyglass probably works for the CIA. Which is oh, why wow. Spyglass knew who she was, and like, um, even and he knew she was Satchel, because like that yeah. was something that was confusing. It was like, okay, if Spyglass knows who Satchel is, then why is he okay with like her helping him escape? You know, if she's yeah. this traitor. Yeah. But it's because right. they're both working for the CIA, so he knows that she's Satchel for the CIA. I don't know. I don't understand why they thought that this would be a good thing to throw in this movie. Like, this is too much plot. It There's is. There's too much going on here. It absolutely is. Like I said, I'm going to watch this, some of these, like, explainer videos again, and then yeah. I want to see this movie again with all of this in in my head and see if it actually right. makes sense when you're... Yeah. But it yeah. definitely doesn't, like, easily explain itself to no. the regular viewer. No. And I don't, I, I don't think you need it for a movie like this. Like this, no. this movie isn't driven by plot. Like we're not like so pumped that there's a twist at the end. Like that's not why we're in this. Here's movie. the thing: this movie only needed one twist, and it had like four. So did it? I don't think it even needed one. I, I think <laughs> she could have just been a British agent, like going on a rampage. And if if what's his name had been, if Percival had been Satchel the entire time, I would have been like that. That would have been like, oh, cool, fine, great. (laughs) I think it would have been a little bit of a letdown because it's so obvious, like, that he is shady throughout this movie. So it would have been like, well, yeah, like, of course he's Satchel. Like, 
I don't know. That, that would have been kind of disappointing to me. Um, I guess for me, I still thought he was Satchel up until she said that she was Satchel. <laughs> like, even after she killed him. I was just like, yeah, so she just killed Satchel, I guess. No, the point that made me, like, fully understand that she is Satchel was when she was cutting the tapes together to incriminate him. So that, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I didn't think he was Satchel, but I didn't know why she did that. Okay. I, like, I, knew, I guess I knew she was blaming him. Right. Like, she was setting him up. Yeah. But I thought... Just because he's a terrible dude. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't fully understand the relationship between Percival and the French girl. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is still a mystery to me. Like, <laughs> because in the YouTube explanation video I watched, basically it said that they were working together to take down Charlize Theron. But I don't, I don't see how that happened or was supposed to happen. No. So... Again, no. I need to rewatch this movie. I want to crack yeah. it. I, it's like now it's like a it's like a, a, <laughs> a puzzle for me that like yeah, I really yeah. want to figure out. Yeah, here's and I okay. I'm gonna go back and compare this to John Wick. Yeah, but <laughs> here's where John Wick Wick does this correctly is it gives this guy simple motivation at the very beginning of this movie, and that's all you need. It's just like here's why he's gonna go kill everyone in the world. Right go for it and then just kind of like lets him loose so you don't have to like it's basically yeah it's just simple revenge it's like he has to go kill this guy and he on the way to kill that guy he has to kill 800 more guys and that's really it um so that's like i was expecting a simplified plot like that and i like i i I would be fine with more but i didn't need more like it didn't i don't need the twists i don't need the crazy like like long extended like dialogue interrogation scenes like i i wanted just more stuff to happen in this movie yeah and lo- lo- not to say like nothing happened like so much happened in this movie sure. i think i would say t- i would say too much happened in this movie and not enough of it was f- was just like fighting um can i say that i loved so much having the interspersing of news about the Berlin Wall and, like, it concluding with the wall being torn down. I I think that was yes. a really cool framing device for this movie. Absolutely. Because so much of it is, like, East, East-West Berlin, like, that kind of conversation of, like, what's the difference? How's this going to work? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, as this kind of government is collapsing, you can see kind of Charlize's, like, whole world kind of falling apart as well right. um yeah i thought I, th- I thought that was great um yeah that was it was very cool um i i really love like james mcavoy's like berlin apartment um yeah. and like her like neon hotel was like very cool to me um mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of anything else that i particularly um uh, enjoyed or thought about um, you know, I, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the, I guess it's, I think it's the opening scene where she's coming out of the bath, the ice bath. Yes. And you see, cause basically we see her just shredded, just completely. So many bruises, scars. Yeah. 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 And then we have to build to that. So we, so we know that's where she's going to end. Absolutely. And we have to, we have to get her there. But that, those shots where she's like, that's the first time that I've, besides like Wonder Woman, where I've seen shots of like, like you always get like muscle shots of guys. Right. 
um, in, in these type of movies. And this is the first time. There's one where it's like, it's a, just a shot of her back and like the muscles on her back as she's like getting out of the tub. Like something like that I have never seen before. Yeah. Um, with with a woman in in the leading role, which I thought I thought that was really cool. It was, and it's all it's completely like she's her back is so bruised, it's ridiculous. But just as you see, like the muscles ripple as she's kind of like pulling herself out of the tub was crazy. Really good bruising makeup, like however yeah, they did yeah. that was really <laughs> impressive. That is like an iconic shot for me. Another ice bath shot is like. I don't know, maybe like halfway through the movie, she's taking another ice bath and there's a shot where she just puts her face underneath the water and we yeah. just have the shot of her face underneath all that ice and it's so arresting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one thing that I liked but was thrown off by, um, again, so like the trailers for this movie don't didn't clue me into the fact that this was set in the 80s. And... Mm-hmm. Um, all of the music in the trailers are like a lot of current, like powerful songs, like Kanye songs. Um, yeah. And so to see the tr- same action sequences that I saw in the trailers set to like driving hip hop music now be set to like buoyant <laughs> 80s music, it was, um, yeah. it was a little disarming. Like it was like, oh, this just wasn't what I expected, you know? Um, I love yeah. all the 80s music in this movie, but it was like mm-hmm. quite a tonal change from what I went into it thinking was going to happen. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, because I think, yeah, Kanye's in the one trailer that I saw for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and that's a great, like, and it it's used is well. Perfect in yeah. That, yeah. One of, I think, my favorite, that, that trailer is one of my favorite uses of music in a trailer. Mm. Um, and yeah, to then watch that scene again and not have <laughs> that song playing at all. Right. Um, it's something you remember for sure. Right. All right. I, I, yeah, I really like the music. I think I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the soundtrack just on its own. I probably um, should as well. Yeah. Cause the music was great. But overall, I really liked this movie a lot. Me too. It was so much fun. Um, but I so if you if you liked this, I would be interested. Do you like Keanu Reeves? I do like Keanu Reeves. I like him a lot. Um, I'm okay. really interested in John Wick. I don't love yeah. when revenge is the driving force for a character. Um, okay. I just think that's kind of a boring plot device. Um, yes. But I have heard such amazing things about John Wick that I'm still interested in seeing it. Okay. It is it is a boring plot device, but it makes it super simple yeah. <laughs> here. So it's pretty good. So did you see I, John yeah, Wick 2? I, I did see John Wick 2. Did you like it? I actually it? saw John Wick 2 this week, and I, I did really like it. There's a lot of, like, they do a lot more world building and stuff like that in John, John Wick 2. Um, the world that these people live in, in both of these movies, are just amazing and make you just want to stay there right. the entire time. Right, right. So, but... Um, uh, John Wick Two is not set, or John Wick is not set in the eighties. So, okay. um, that does lead me to think: like, do you think we're gonna get an Atomic Blonde sequel, or would you want I, an Atomic uh, Blonde sequel? I would definitely want an Atomic Blonde sequel. Uh, we'll see how the box office does. Right. To see if we get if we get one. Right. Um, but I would a hundred percent be down for one. Yeah, I think I would be too. I think now that we know she's a CIA agent, um. That could be a really fun new movie is like yeah. her 
working for the CIA or, you know, working in any other country for the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe in the 90s. Yeah. The 90s would be fun. Because um, this 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 was December 1989. Right. So. Yeah. Next movie is a 90s movie. That would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm into it. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, um, we had a really great time with Atomic Blonde. And I would love to hear from other people. If you saw it, let us know what you thought. So you can find us on Twitter at FeelingItPod. And you can find me personally on all social platforms at Sandra Omstutz. My last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. And you can find me everywhere at Lucas and Stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Adios. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it? Go home? Yep. Move along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people. 